Parshas Miketz picks up, apparently, at the end of two years. But the question is, two years from when? Or two years from what? We will address that question as we enter another dimension, one not only of Pshat, but of Remes, Josh, and Sod, a journey into a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to this week's edition of Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise. It is Parsha Smiketz at the moment of this recording, and it is also Hanukkah, so Afreilich and Hanukkah, Hanukkah Sameach. And this shir is sponsored, Lili Nishmas, Shmuel Menachem and Ayaleib, Leah Bas Avram, and Yehuda Chizdeh Kirben Rav Shlomo. Your Neshama should have an Aliyah. And if you would like to sponsor and partner up with us here at the database, all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data, then base, B E I S at gmail.com to make your sponsorship today. Now, the question that our original question brings rise to um, is an additional question of how many years it was that Yosef actually spent in prison. So the these two questions, number one, two years from what point is Parshas Miketz speaking to us? And how many years exactly did Yosef spend in prison? So these two questions meet each other in the Mepharshim and in the Midrashim. So we start off with the pay of Pardes, the Pashat Pshat. And in terms of the Pashat Pshat, so once again, Vahim Miketz Nesayim Yamim indicates that the opening story in our parsha took place at the end of some two-year period. Again, literally, means, and it was at the end of a two-year period. But once again, the question is two years from when. And this, the, the Torah is not really clear about. However, the Ibn Ezra suggests two possibilities, al shot. In the first suggestion, he appears to accept that which Chazal will suggest, and that is that it was two years from the day the butler was released from prison as predicted by Yosef when Yosef was explaining the meaning of the butler's dream. And this would make sense as that was the most recent scene recorded in the Torah. However, in his second shot, the Ebenezer suggests that no, it was actually two years from the day that Yosef was thrown into prison. And we're going to see that this is contrary to Chazal's understanding. Because if what the Ebenezer is saying in his second shot is true, what comes out is that Yosef spent two years in total in prison. And as we're going to see, Chazal assumed that Yosef was in prison for much longer. In fact, as we get ready to move over to Remez, Chazal assumed that Yosef was in prison 10 years prior to his conversation with the butler, making it a total of 12 years that Yosef spent there. And the Balaturim presents two incredible Muslim to support this position, that again, Yosef was in prison for 12 years, 10 years before meeting the butler. The first remez, the Balaturim points out, is that the word Miketz in our Sidra parallels the same word used in reference to Avraham Avinu before he took Hagar as a wife. In Lechacha, the Torah related that it was specifically Miketz Eser Yom, it was at the end of 10 years of his settling in Canaan that Avraham married Hagar. Thus, the word Miketz alludes to 10 additional years. In the second remez, Balturim records a simple gematria. The words, Vayehi miketz shnasayim yamim ufaro cholem, and it was at the end of two years, and paro dreamed. These words have the same numerical value as the words, miketz eser shanim, 
at the end of 10 years. Thus, another allusion to the 10 additional years that Yosef sat in prison prior to his meeting with the butler. Now, the question is why these numbers are significant. 10 years, 2 years, 12 years in all. But what's the difference between the first 10 years and the final 2 years that Yosef sat in prison? And why didn't the Chumash just tell us that it was at the end of 12 years that everything took place? And here's where we get over to Drash. The Midrashim pick up on this question and highlight the significance of these two final years. Most famously, or perhaps more infamously, Rashi cites the Medrash that Yosef was punished with two extra years in prison for putting too much trust in the butler and not enough trust in Hashem. That's from the Bereshis Rabbah, Peites, Gimel, so 89.3. And where exactly the number two comes from, two years? So the Lavush and the Beis HaLevi elaborate that Yosef was punished with two extra years because he spoke two words too many when asking the butler to refer him to Paro. The Lavush holds that the words Zachartani and Vehotse Sani, remember me and take me out, those were the two extra words. However, the Beis Halevi holds that the words Zachartani and Hizkartani, remember me and mention me, those were the two extra words that Yosef spoke. Either way, the Midah Kneged for each extra word Yosef spoke, it was another year that he was stuck in prison. Maybe more al Pipshat to explain this midrash, the Emes Liakov suggests that Hashem chose two years extra so that Yosef would not be able to rely on the possibility of the butler naturally remembering Yosef on the one-year anniversary of his release from prison. Once one year went by and the butler still didn't remember Yosef, at that point Yosef would have to take his trust off of the butler and place his trust only in Hashem. Now, possibly related... There's another medrash that suggests that the end of the two years marked the end of Yosef's time of darkness. Um, and this is the medrash Rabbah, Peites Aleph, 89.1. And this is based on the Pasuk and Eov, Ketz Sam Lachoshech, that he, that Hashem, sets an end to the darkness. That's Eov, Perek, Chaf, Ches, Pasuk, Gimel. And apparently what this teaches us, that despite all of Yosef's travails, it was during these two years when Yosef, at least on his level, struggled with his bitachon and Hashem. Thus, despite all of the travails Yosef experienced, these were the years that were appropriately marked by darkness. That Yosef sat in darkness, again, because he wasn't, you know, he, was, he, was, he wasn't sure or he at least didn't have the fullest amount of trust in Hashem. And here's where we start to get over now to Sod. Because the same Midrash offers a broader teaching under its exposition on this opening verse in Miketz, also based on this Pasuk in Eov. And the idea that the Midrash suggests is that Hashem, when Hashem sets an end to darkness, it means that eventually Hashem will uproot the Yetzirah, the evil inclination from the world. In a similar vein, we have the Zohar. Zohar can be found in Chelek Aleph, and it's 193a. So that's Kuf Tzadi Gimel Amad Aleph. The Zohar writes, in the name of Rabbi Chia, that this Pasuk in Eov refers to the fact that Hashem will put an end to the dark force of the left. He calls it Smala, which might be a reference to the Samach Mem, or another Kabbalistic name for the Satan, that Hashem is going to put an end to the Satan, who hovers throughout the world, trying to find fault and prosecuting all the inhabitants of the world. Now, as uplifting as this message is, what is its connection to Parshas Miketz other than the word Kates, the word end? Like, well, what, what, like why is the, the Midrash and why is the Zohar 
teaching these particular lessons right here with uh, regard to Yosef. And I think that if you think about Yosef's circumstances, you might likely feel a sense of despair, especially when we consider the fact that Yosef was both plagued by his evil inclination and prosecuted seemingly unfairly. It seems to be like the acts of the Satan. And it makes one wonder if there's real justice in the world. But we have faith that Hashem's world is in fact being governed with fairness. And apparently what this means is that Hashem reasonably found fault in Yosef and allowed the Satan to target him. But Chazal and the Zohar reassure us that indeed Hashem sets an end to the darkness. There will be an end to our evil inclinations and the prosecutions of the Satan. And that was the case for Yosef, and so apparently it will be for us as well, Ezra Hashem. With all that said, it is absolutely appropriate that we pray for the end of our darkness at this time of year, the Karev Kates HaYeshua, and bring close to the end the conclusion that is marked by our salvation. We should all be Zoha to be freed from the darkness of Golos B'meira B'yameinu. Have a good Shabbos and a Freilich and Hanukkah.